Welcome to Had to Be There, the podcast that allows you to explore the world's greatest destinations through the stories of those who have been there. Here to ignite the wanderlust within, your host and favorite travel planner, Kelly Acevedo. Welcome back to Had to Be There. Today is episode five, and we're going back to Disney. It has been really fun getting to explore some other places around the world and talk with different people about their experiences. But I'm so excited to be returning to the homeland, Disneyland. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with another like-minded Disney travel professional, also incidentally named Kelly. And Kelly's got a great story because she had the opportunity to attend a D23 Expo. So she's going to talk a little bit about that. We also talk a little bit about the experience of visiting Disneyland as an East Coast Disney fan. Typically being on this side of the country, our home park is Walt Disney World in Florida. It's just a quicker flight, I think. And there's just so, so much to do there that you can really get a full week plus out of the trip. Whereas Disneyland is a little smaller, you could pretty much do everything in, you know, three days or so. There's certainly more to do in the area if you wanted to extend your time there, which is what I did on my honeymoon in 2019, which I'll talk a little about later also. For all fans of Disney parks, I think that Disneyland is such an important trip and those of us who haven't had the opportunity to go, I know it's on their lists to get there. I say this all the time, there's just something about walking where Walt Disney himself walked and seeing this dream that he had that he brought to life and how it's evolved and where it is today and where it could be in the future. It, it's just, it, it's really something special. Now, before I bring in Kelly, I do want to talk about one very special person in the Disney realm, and that is Joe Rohde. Now, if you're a fan of the Disney parks, specifically in Walt Disney World, more specifically Disney's Animal Kingdom, you know who Joe Rohde is. If you've ever seen a Disney parks documentary, uh, and that name doesn't sound familiar, he's the guy with the earring. And you know, I know you you can picture him in your mind right now. That's him. That's the guy. Uh, Joe Rohde just recently retired from Disney Imagineering after 40 plus years. He was the lead designer for Animal Kingdom, including the Pandora Avatar expansion. He was also the lead designer for Aulani, a Disney resort and spa in Hawaii. He led the transition from Disneyland's Tower of Terror to the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride, which I have to tell you, I was not on board with the re-imaging of Tower of Terror. I just always thought it was a classic Disney staple, and how dare they mess with it. But then I got out to California and I rode Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, I'm sorry, Tower of who? Um, It's just so good. That ride is so fun. Um, and of course, when I heard that Joe Rohde had a hand in it, it didn't surprise me at all. Um, I just wanted to give a little background on Joe Rohde because his name may or may not come up later and I didn't want to lose anybody. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about Disneyland as a destination. 
Now, as far as accommodations, you have your choice. There are three hotels on Disneyland property, which include the iconic Disneyland Hotel, Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, and Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. And listen, if you don't want to stay on property for whatever reason, maybe you're seeing other sites while you're on the West Coast, maybe you just want to save some money where you can, that's okay too. There's plenty of options with good neighbor hotels, which are still going to meet Disney's standard for customer care. Uh, But yeah, you may be able to save a couple bucks. They're going to help you get back and forth to the parks. You'll be in great hands. But if you want my recommendation, you have to stay on property. I mean, it's really the only way to experience it. There's only two parks out there in Disneyland, which is a big change if you have frequented Walt Disney World in Florida with their four theme parks and the two water parks and all the neighboring parks. And yes, some people find that overwhelming. So this may be a little bit of a downsize for some people, but there is something to be said for being able to walk between the two parks. Um, From the Disneyland Hotel, you can walk right through the downtown Disney area and that's gonna bring you to the entrance of Disneyland Park on your left and Disney's California Adventure on your right. and if you want a park hop, it's it's literally that easy. There's no standing around for a bus. There's no waiting for the monorail. There's no, when is the next boat coming? When does the Skyliner start running? None of that. You just put on your sneakers and head out. <laughs> now, Disneyland Park, if I had to compare it to something in Florida, that's going to be your Magic Kingdom day. Um, It's got all those classic attractions. It has, it's a small world if you like to torture yourself. Uh, It has, it has your classic Main Street USA, just like they do in Florida. The castle's a little different, you know, it's, it's a little more cartoonish, I feel like, um, than Cinderella Castle in Florida. This is Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, It's just a different style. Um... It, but it still has that kind of fantasy feel to it. So Disneyland Park has all your lands. It's got Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, Frontierland, Adventureland. Um, you'll also find Critter Country and um, and Mickey's Toontown and New Orleans Square, where you're going to find the Haunted Mansion. That's the stable park. That's the original. That was Walt's vision that he brought to life across the street there you have disney's california adventure which has all the best rides um we did the incredicoaster i cannot begin to tell you how many times um they've got pixar pier formerly known as paradise pier with the big mickey ferris wheel in the middle there um they've got the new cars land which is amazing walking down that route 66 that they recreated is so cool um and and all the rides in there are so cute and i love that like okay if you've been to disney world in florida you know the 3 p.m downpour is not uncommon and it's nothing to ruin your trip over either um if you just wait it out the rain will stop and you can go about your day But because of that, a lot of the rides are inside or they're covered um, because they want to be able to keep moving people through them, which we understand and we appreciate. 
But it's really cool being out in California where they don't have, of course, they have rain. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But because it's not an everyday occurrence, like it can be in Florida, there's so many open air attractions. And that was just so fun. One of the rides that we did when we were out in California was uh, Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters, uh, which was kind of just like a trackless ride where you sit in one of the cars with Luigi's Italian cousins and they play Italian music and the cars all kind of dance around. It's very cute, but it's all like out in the open. And it was just such a fun experience. We had such a great time. So I, I would talk about Disneyland all day long, but I really want to get Kelly in here to talk about her experience because it really was very special. Um, so we're just going to take a very quick break and we will be right back with Kelly. The Had to Be There podcast is brought to you by Vacations by Kelly, where your host becomes your travel agent. As a proud affiliate of Academy Travel, Kelly specializes in Disney destinations and can help with all non-Disney excursions worldwide as well. When you book with Kelly, you're getting much more than a travel agent. You're getting a personalized concierge level travel partner. And the best part? Her services are completely free. It's true. So when you're ready to make your next travel dream a reality, Vacations by Kelly is ready to make it happen. Visit hadtobethere.net slash vacations to get started. All right, and we are back. I am here with my new friend, Kelly. Uh, Kelly, before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, So my name is Kelly Craig. Um, I run Carmen Kismet, which is a Disney-inspired art business. Um, And then I also recently started working as a travel agent who specializes in Disney. Um, So that's through my Kelly's Magical Vacation. So I kind of have two different sides of it, but all really about just bringing magic to people's lives. So um, Carmen Kismet, has been around for seven years and Kelly's Magical Vacations is kind of the new, you know, branch off of that. Awesome. I, and we talked a little bit about this. So I've been following Carmine Kismet for probably over a year now um, because I heard you on Detour to Neverland, which was like my introduction to podcasts. Um, Oh, nice. And I just, I just love them. I love Brendan and Catherine. I think they're so funny and just, I love their show. Um, yeah. So when they were in their interview phase, I would every week follow whoever was on the show. And I am just obsessed with all of your designs. I, (laughs) I look forward to your posts. Like you don't even know. And I didn't make the connection at first when I reached out to you about this show, because I reached out to Kelly's magical vacations and it was after that, that I was like, wait, there's a Karma and Kismet link in your profile. Is that, <laughs> is that you? And I had a little bit of a fangirl moment there. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. No, that made my day when you said like you connected it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so great. But yeah, it's, I mean, I've been very, very lucky. I will say, you know, having the friendship with Brendan and Catherine because they moved down to Florida and then we like a year later moved down to Florida. So I've been able to kind of be real, real life friends with them. Um, and it's just such a great group of people that you meet through Disney that it's like, you know, and I think we all fangirl about each other too. We're like, Oh my God, I saw you on Instagram. I know. know. (laughs) Disney people are the best. Non-Disney people don't get that. It's true. I mean, nothing against them, you know, right. it's, it's fine. We'll get you to our side soon anyway. So right. Exactly. Yeah. One of us, one of us. Exactly. <laughs> so where yeah. were you prior 
to this big move? So prior to moving to Florida, um, I lived in New Jersey. My husband and I had lived there our whole lives um, and we're 30. So, you know, it was the time to make a move in our lives. Um, We both work remotely. So for us, we were kind of making this decision um, about two years ago now, what we were going to do. We were living in an apartment and um, I remember actually the night that we said, like, we're going to move, the alarms kept going off in our apartment building. Oh and I, I, I turned to him because I have two cats. And I was like, every time the alarm went off, I had to take my cats. And I was like, Pat, I can't do this anymore. We need to look for a house. So we started looking in New Jersey, but it's super expensive to live in New Jersey, if anyone knows. Um, <laughs> and we kind of were like, you know, we could, I think he actually said it to me. He was like, you know, we could do a lot more with that money in Florida. And I was like, I'm in, let's go. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, you know, try to get me or anything. So yeah. yeah, so we started looking and then we've been here for about six months now and we love it. Oh, that's amazing. I get it. I'm in Connecticut. So you don't have to talk to me about cost of living. Oh yes. You know, <laughs> it is out of control. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So you must get to visit the parks all the time. Yeah, we've, you know, it's been really nice. We get to go a lot, but I think we're finding a good balance of not like going all the time where we're tired of it or something. Um, And we've gotten to go to a lot of other things too. Like my husband is really into roller coasters. So he wanted to go to SeaWorld and Bush Gardens and we're coming universal people, which I'm sorry to all my Disney people, but um, it's just, yeah, I I think it's really fun to go to other places and to kind of like compare them to and, you know, see what everything is. So I love Harry Potter. So I had to go. Oh, same. How did he like a VelociCoaster? Oh my gosh. He loves it. He was like, this is the best roller coaster I've ever been on in my life. It ruined all other roller coasters for me. Yeah. We were going to really do, um, we were there in October and we did VelociCoaster. And the last one we were going to do on the way out was the Incredible Hulk. And my husband had never been. So when we got off, I was like, listen, I love the Hulk coaster. I, it's always been one of my favorites. I was like, it is not going to live up to what you just experienced. No. Oh and my we God. skipped it. it I mean, <laughs> we, we talked about VelociCoaster for like three weeks after that. <laughs> it was insane. So good. It's so true. My so husband good. just started. He was like, because, you know, we're doing all this stuff now. And like, I'm always taking content pictures and just things like that for, you know, my businesses. And so he was like, I'm going to start reviewing roller coasters, like on Instagram. So yes. he is a roller coaster review guy. Oh my and God, I'm following he's, him right now. <laughs> yeah, give him a follow. Oh my God. Um, so he told me, we, we, we were at SeaWorld last weekend and he was telling me what his rating was of Icebreaker, which is the new roller coaster there. And I was like, well, what's your scale? Like, how are you figuring? Figuring this out. He was like, I basically just base it off of a velocicoaster. I mean, and I was you like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you that's the only way to do it at this point. They're never gonna I feel like you don't know what they're gonna do. I know. It's so true. Yeah. It's true. So you got to attend a very exciting Disney event. Let's talk about D23. How did this come about? 
So this was really early in my relationship with Pat, my husband, and he knew that I was like a big Disney fan, but I don't think he really knew until we went to D23 um, because I kind of just like sold it to him. And I was like, listen, like we're going to go to California. He had never been before or he might have been, but it was like, you know, for like a day or something like that. So I was like, we're going to go. And I was like, it's kind of like Comic-Con for Disney. And he was like, all right, I'm in. So we actually decided to go in like July and D23 in 2019 took place at the end of August. So a little bit earlier than it's going to this upcoming year. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were able to get two day tickets. So we couldn't get the full three days because normally the conference is three days. And it really is like a conference convention. If you know what Comic-Con is, it's Comic-Con for Disney fans. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we decided in July and we were trying to be very economical about it um, because we, I mean, we were very young. We had like just started dating and, you know, we're trying to save money and everything. And um, so we used his Amex offers to book one of the good neighbor hotels, the Red Lion. And um, I hated it, but it has <laughs> since closed, I, which I haven't told him that yet, but because I just was not a fan of it. Um, But I will say the good neighbors are great. If you don't know what they are, they are um, basically affiliated with Disney, but they're not Disney resort, you know, hotels, um, which I know, you know, Kelly, but people don't, (laughs) you know, Um, they have to meet close to that Disney standard to be considered a good neighbor. Yeah. Yes. Um, And the red line has since closed, like I said, so it probably wasn't really up there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was like 15 minutes to the convention center because Disneyland is um, basically inside of like a a city. So you walk around and like there's a CVS here and there's this here. And and so the convention center is like 15 minutes outside of um, Disneyland proper kind of. Um, (laughs) So we were right there, which is really nice. Um, But yeah, we got in on the Saturday or no, I'm sorry, the Friday that it started and like got off the plane in LAX and ran over to D23. Um, and it was just like, everything just hits you. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best place I've ever been in my life. Like, oh my it's so fun. And you just meet so many people that everyone loves it, like to the extreme. Yeah. So you don't, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is just the best place I could be. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So take me through the the whole experience. Let me have it. Yeah, so... So Friday we got there and we walked in. When you walk into D23, and I'm sure they'll do it very similar to um, 2019 this year. There'll be different things for sure because of the of way the world is. But yeah. You know. um, so they give you like your magazine kind of that goes through. It has the layout of um, the convention center, what the times of different things. And prior to actually getting to D23, you can sign up for reservations for the different um experiences that they have. So there'll be like discussions, um, presentations, things like that. And a lot of them are super, super hard to get into. So like the parks panel is like the one that everyone wants. Um, We weren't actually there that day because tickets had sold out for that Saturday. So Mm -hmm. Saturday is definitely like the day to be there. Yeah. Um, It's, it's intense, (laughs) but um, (laughs) we were able to get a few reservations for things. So we got to see some panels and things like that. Um, But that Friday when we got there, we kind of just got the lay of the land, which I would totally recommend to anyone who's doing D23 for the first time is go in with a plan, but also be super flexible because 
things are, you know, it's like when you go to Disney. That, I was going to you know, say much like every Disney going. trip ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but you walk in, you're just, it's this whole convention center has just all these like pop-up stands of all different parts of Disney of the Disney world, quote unquote. Right. So you had like D23, which or I'm sorry, D, um, Disney plus was just coming out at that time. So there was a huge thing about that. You could sign up for it. Um, there's about four different stores. Um, there's just all these different like brothers selling machine is an affiliated is affiliated with Disney. So like they had a shop, there's all this different stuff and there's just so much to do. And at every turn you're seeing people that are dressed up in different like Disney cosplays and it's just it's really an experience if you haven't watched a YouTube video about it you need to (laughs) absolutely yeah I I love D23 every year because all the Disney bloggers and Disney news sites that I follow like on Twitter all day it's like news 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 it's so exciting I imagine that that's what like draft day is like for like sports people right the sports people <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> go sports yeah ball. you know I I guess it's that exciting right I mean it's like but it's so true because you're you're sitting there and I remember like we would be in the panels and someone would text us and be like did you just see this and like everything is just coming out and you know it's similar to like if you're a Star Wars person like the Star Wars celebration is like the, you know, the time when all this news is coming out. So it really sets up kind of where Disney's going for the next, you know, three years or however it's going to be until the next D23 Expo. So it's a cool experience to be there. Um, It's, I mean, it's not, it's expensive to be there, of course. There's, you know, a pretty hefty ticket price, but um, if anyone ever has the chance to go, I totally recommend it. There was just all these Disney celebrities that you're meeting. I remember John Stamos, reshared my oh. um story no he did <laughs> and I was like oh my god uncle Jesse <laughs> oh my god have was, mercy yeah I know amazing I was, my husband was like I'm never gonna live this down right. I'm never gonna stop hearing it's a wrap it's <laughs> yeah. over I was like oh no, my god that's yeah that's incredible yeah it was very cool we we met Joe Rody one night um <gasps> yeah what? So when we were there, we did four days. So we did basically a day at D23, then we would go to the park, another day at D23, then another day at the park. And we just did like base tickets for the parks. Um, Didn't do a park hop or anything because we figured we'll just get everything into one day at California Venture and then Disneyland. Um, So the days for D23, you're going to see if you look at the schedule, don't go that late into the evening usually, usually. So a lot of the Disney kind of talent and everything, they're being put up in like the Disneyland Resort um, or Disneyland Hotel, I'm sorry, or Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would go over to Grand Californian to like grab a drink after D23 on those days. Um, and we were sitting there one night and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Joe Rody. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go talk to him. Oh my so God. I go up <laughs> and I was like, I, I just, I, I just want to say thank you for everything. And like, exactly. total fangirl. Exactly. And my, yeah. My husband's just like, oh my God. He's like, look at his earring. And I'm like, yes, look at it. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look at his ear. Yeah. <laughs> but he was so nice. And he had so many people that were coming up to him. And I have to say every person that we interacted with, that was like a Disney talent or something was so gracious 
about it. And they, it was like, they were very excited that, you know, people were noticing them. So we saw Joe Rody. Yeah, it was so great. We saw Joe Rody that night. And then we saw Jordan Fisher, who I was like (gasps) freaking out about. So (laughs) it was everything. Oh my God. My head is just exploding. I can't even process this. (laughs) I just don't think I'll ever have as good of a vacation. Honestly, (laughs) it's true. Oh my God. Now, so had you been to Disneyland prior to this? Yeah, so I had been to Disneyland about four times prior to that. Um, So I had kind of had the lay of the land. This was my husband's first trip. So um, for us, I really wanted to like show him everything. Um, Yeah. There wasn't a ton that was new at that point for me because of the last time that I had been there um, and I had seen Galaxy's Edge. This was right when Galaxy's Edge had to open basically that year, I think, or, mm-hmm. you know, within 12 months or so. Yeah. Um, but so I really wanted him to see all that. So it was kind of fun to like take somebody who hadn't been there before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, explain to him that like, this is the pilgrimage. Like exactly as a Disney fan, like Disneyland is you know, it's the motherland. Like we, right. this is where we need to go. Yep. So you're going to um, walk where Walt walked and the whole thing. I know exactly. Yeah. We did. So. Um, we got married in the spring of 2019 and we did Southern, Southern California for our honeymoon. Um, but we stayed at Disney. So my nice. parents are DVC members and that was like part of their wedding gift. So we spent, That's great. I know so good. We did half of the week at Disneyland Hotel and the other half at Grand Californian. And we did probably three days at the park itself. Um, and then we did day trips. Like we went to Santa Monica, we went to a Dodgers game, we saw a Jimmy Kimmel recording, you know. Um, nice. Yeah. So we did like the whole like Southern California thing. <laughs> So that we, we didn't have to tell people because my husband is not a Disney person. So we didn't have to say we were going to Disney for our honeymoon. <laughs> so we did Southern California for our honeymoon. Um, it was compromise. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but it was my first time out there. Um, and I, I didn't expect it to be like as emotional as I was about it, you know? And he was very good about it. He, you know, he was a really good sport. Um, he did all the things. So (laughs) it was, it was great. I love Disneyland. I can't wait to get back out there. I mean, we're Disney world people because, you know, we're on this coast, Mm -hmm, um, exactly, you know, but there's just, and like, yeah, Disney world is bigger and there's more to do, you know, and more options, I guess, you know, but there's just something about that, that trip out West. I don't know. Exactly. It's, I always say like, if you're a Disney fan, and even if you're just someone who appreciates Disney to go to Disneyland, you get a whole different experience. And it's not, there's something so great about being able to walk from Disneyland and walk right into California Adventure. And like, it's just, you know, park hop back and forth for the whole day. Right. It's, you know, and I, I'm a Walt Disney World person. Exactly. I grew up in New Jersey, so it's the yeah. same thing, but there's just, you know, there's this like something yeah. <laughs> about Disneyland that you And just... there really is something to be said for like not having to wait around for a bus. 
effort. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like, I don't know if you've noticed this in Disneyland versus Disney World, but we always pointed out where they're there. People dress so cute in Disneyland. I know. And like us, you know, Florida people are walking around and we're like, oh my God, can you imagine wearing that in Disney World? Like I know. with sweat. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. It's the humidity in Florida. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. When we were at the Dodgers game in California, it was a night game. And I was like, there's not a single mosquito out here. I was just blown away. I was like, yeah, let's live here. (laughs) Except it's more expensive than it is in Connecticut. But (laughs) yeah, that's the only downfall. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Amazing. Um, so I feel like I want to ask, like, what was the best part of D23? But I don't know how it could top meeting Joe Rody. but um, well, I'll give it yeah. a shot. <laughs> um, so if I take that out of it. You okay, know, fair, look, fair. Second I, best part. <laughs> yeah, I would say, honestly, like the people that you meet at D23 are unlike anything else and it was from like this was pre me living here and like really starting to get involved with people in the Disney community um because I think like you know Detroit and Neverland Brennan and Catherine were really my like only ones that I was really that close to and also some you know some other people who know they are who they are but um (laughs) it was you know I, I wasn't really like into it as much as you see like a lot of the influencers and things like that so being at D23 I met all these people that were like me, like we're freaking out about seeing Ashley Eckstein and like, you know, these other people that if I said it to anyone else walking down the street, they'd be like, I don't know who, you know, that is like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just really cool. And also just so some of the people that were speaking at these panels, I think what D23 does so great is they don't just focus on like, um, you know, the Disney plus or like what's coming to the parks, but they look at a lot of things that are much deeper. So there was one panel that I went to that was all about the nonprofits that um, are really working to keep the heritage Mm -hmm. of um, Disney alive. So like the Disney family museum, the hometown museum and Marceline. um, And just to meet those people that are heading those organizations, you were like, wow, like this is such a different piece of Disney that you don't see when you watch a Disney movie or you Absolutely. go to Disney World. But it's so important to, you know, keeping the heritage and the culture of life of what Walt Disney was doing. So I think it's just this whole overall experience and like the culture that you see um, when you're at D23. It's, you just feel really good about it. Oh, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, I thought of one thing too that like almost brought me to tears when I was at D23. Oh and I feel like... <laughs> I'm ready Um, bring it on you just see it like I think in Disney too and like I'm a big Star Wars person um and I just always like people that are very into things that's just you know I don't know like maybe it's the creative in me yeah there was a kid who was like wearing full Jedi gear and like he was I mean he was probably in like his early 20s and he was talking all about Star Wars and everything oh to these two guys behind him who these two guys were not like I'm pretty sure they were brought by like their girlfriends or like you know some, <laughs> they were just like not big Disney people but they just right. happened to somehow be at the Disney three Expo and but they got so this this kid turned around and started telling them like all about Galaxy's Edge and like what the you know different things were that were there and everything and they were so 
just respectful of it and like just sat there and talked to him as they're drinking their beer. And right. I don't know why, but it was just like so nice to see people just accepting someone who was like so into something that I like. I know when I was growing up, I was made fun of it because I liked Star Wars and Disney. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, why isn't this everywhere? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe I was just tired, but it's just really no, that's I was so, like, this sweet. Is so sweet. <laughs> yeah. We, I had never, so I had never been a Star Wars person before. Um, I only just saw the movies and I mean like all of the movies, probably okay. um, the year before Galaxy's Edge opened. Okay. So you got ready. I'm lying. It. I'm lying. It was the year <laughs> that it opened because when we were in California, we were there for Galaxy's Edge opening day. Oh my gosh. And I didn't know what anything was. <laughs> and we were in line for the Millennium Falcon ride. Um, and that queue is just so immersive. Like the theming yes. is just insane. Yeah. So we're walking around and my husband is a diehard Star Wars fan. Oh, so good. I'm like, what's that? What's that? Who's this guy? What's that do? You know? And there was this little girl in line behind us who was probably seven or eight years old. And she got so fed up at one point. She turns to her father and she goes, hasn't she ever seen these movies? <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop now. Cause this kid's going to hit me for sure. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's my future child. <laughs> so, yeah. so when we got home, I was like, okay, I definitely need to see all these movies because that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on board now. I'm fully on board. I'm I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I am so happy to hear it. I love, you know, like I watched it when I was really young, but I always love to hear people that are getting into it when they get older. It's, you know, yeah. I just, I, there's something so special about it. It's, but yeah. it's the same thing. You know, I think there's just something with Disney and I think that's what really D23 Expo does such a great job about is like taking something and making you, you know, bring your community together and kind of experience all that as, you know, one unit, which is nice. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> I have to figure out how to break it to my husband that we have to start saving for a D23 Expo. Yeah. You got to get, you better get on that. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if I had done this, you know, it was good that I did this in the beginning of mine and my husband's relationship because right. he was like still trying to like, you know, win me over. I right. Guess, so. <laughs> right. That's where I went wrong. See, he's already hooked me. So yeah. Nope. yeah. We also yeah. did the Disney wedding though, too. So I was like, we're, you know, we're just going to do everything. Oh, he's, man. he's very lax. <laughs> Disney weddings are the best. They really are. I mean, I'm biased, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. So Kelly, thank you so much for doing this. This has been such a blast. Um, before I let you go, why don't you let us know where we can connect with you on social media? Yeah. So I have a couple different places. Um, if you are interested in Disney travel and different Disney destinations, um, you can find me at Kelly's Magical Vacations and that's Kelly with a Y. Um, the only then, way to spell it. That's right. The right way. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> and then if you are interested in Disney art or just kind of Disney lifestyle type things, um, you can find me at Karma and Kismet. That's the letter N. Um, and that's also my website is karmaandkismetdesigns.com. 
Perfect. And I'll link all that in the show notes for everybody. Um, and this, again, this was just so great. And I'm so excited, so excited for, for this to air. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, it was really great to get to talk to you about it. And we got to, I feel like it was like talking to a friend about Disney. So it was I awesome. know this is the best part of the show is like me, just meeting new people. And every week I'm like, this is my new friend. So and so it's so true though. That's it the is. way it works. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. We'll talk soon. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to show your support is to rate or review us on whatever platform you're listening. And if this episode left you feeling like you just had to be there, reach out to Kelly to start planning an adventure of your own. Don't forget to follow us at had to be there 203 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and visit our website, www.hadtobethere.net. Until next time, get out there and make your own had-to-be-there memories.